baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, and every week we are coming to you with our weekly podcast, dissecting everything about the wonderful topic about gay sex. Every week, I'm either going to be with one of my two sidekicks, one of them who I'm here with today, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hey, how's it going? J-Lo, as we like to call you. <laughs> um, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So welcome to the premiere episode of Gay Sex. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I know. It's we will not be having gay sex today, but we'll be <laughs> talking and breaking totally. it down. Yes. Yeah. We're BFFs and, you know, it's like my brother. So. Getting into the details of all the fun stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of people don't know... Um, but um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about and why I think you're just going to be an asset to the show is because, A, you're beautiful, but B, beyond that, uh, you're young, and you're in a program that um, you got involved in. Your mother actually kind of got you involved into it. Well, actually, I, I moved to New York at 17, and I actually met the people in the village that were uh, asking people to join the program and I was just 18 walking around with friends. And, and they randomly... And they work for NYU. They had like a booth set up on the sidewalk in the West Village. And they were just like... And all my friends ended up joining the program then. And then come to find out uh, what you do for the program is you visit them every six months. And you get free testing, a free bag of condoms and lube. And like snacks and stuff. And you just like go there and visit and find out what your test results are. They test you for... HIV and all the STDs and so they do it every six months and I've been doing it ever since and then you shared that you know you're part of it the reason they're doing it is because they're testing yes research wise mm -hmm. correct yeah so. so I become a part of statistics that help them with gay sex studies in general across New York and then they take those studies other other places right. and they just compare results of them and but they get really personal, right? Yeah, totally. Sharing, so, in addition to that, they'll ask things like drug yeah. usage. Or so uh, when, you, when you meet up with them, you every six months, you sit down with another person and they give you a calendar and you go back 30 days from that exact date and they ask you everything about the 30 past days. And they say you can look through your calendar, through your text messages, to, if you can't recollect, and they write down big holidays so that you can kind of base off of if you don't really remember <laughs> or you were right, not right. totally there when something was happening. So, uh, yeah, they, and, then, and then you go into detail for each day, and they literally break it down with, like, did you do coke this day? Did you smoke a blunt? Did you drink? Were you intoxicated or were you just socially but drinking? But they're non-judgmental, right? But, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, they make it so relaxed. Everyone that works there is pretty young, too, which I guess helps when you're young and someone it's not like a, an older telling you that this is wrong from right, right or whatever so you feel comfortable talking about it with the people right. and also because I've been there for so many years now I kind of know most of the people that work in the office because a lot of them have stayed on this study. You're like, hey, what's up? So, yeah. 
I drank too much. Yeah, exactly. And I even benefited because you gave me all, all those the gold sealed yeah, condoms and everything. Because I, I still had so many left over from the last visit because they give you a huge, huge bag of condoms and lube. And then um, I... I like the gold ones. Yeah, so I was like, can I have a whole bag of the gold ones? Just and saying. he's like, sure. So I gave them all to this one. Of course one. you do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, okay, so... Um, well, great. So... Anyways, I think that's going to be a great asset. And you, like you said, you've been doing it since you're 18, yeah. and now, how many years have you been doing it? Just to not give your age away. But. Uh, now I've been doing it for seven years. Got so it. yeah, wow. cool. And things like prep and all that. Do so they- that actually is interesting. It came up uh, two years ago when I was visiting, and I really knew nothing about it then. I'm much more educated on it now, and. I really, they would ask me, uh, there's a computer questionnaire that you take after being interviewed by the person in person, and the computer questionnaire takes about 45 minutes, and I, they were asking all about, would you take a pill if there was such a thing, and so I never really knew that there would be a thing, Right. but I was assuming that something would come up, and that was something that they talked about early on, but... I knew nothing about it then, and so it now could I'm be on it. Oh, oh, right, yeah, now you are on it, so great. Yeah. And we'll have other episodes about preps, so mm-hmm. we won't go too much into yeah. it. Well, on every episode, I'm super excited. Um, we always have a guest or two, and today we are blessed to have Gregory Nalbone. Um, from blessed. Blessed, yes. On the premiere episode. On the premiere episode, exactly. I had so no don't, idea. Don't so. fuck it up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so special. Jeez. Yes, yes. And pressured. No, <laughs> no. Just be your amazing self. I mean, as many people know, Gregory um, is a social media, well, I like to call it. Whore. Entity. Entity. <laughs> entity. I mean, you post like a photo. Like, I was looking at one the other day. My cats. Where you're, where, yeah. Gia, one of your cats, was looking at you, and, as, and it was like your butt shot. I mean, you had like underwear on, but you're... She was like rolling around. Oh, eyes. that was yesterday's. Uh, yes, I love that. That was super cool. Um, they always seem to just pop up at the right time. I think maybe they're bigger attention whores than I am. <laughs> right. Because they want to like get in the picture. And then sometimes they want to have like no part of me, like everybody. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you also work at the Eagle, correct? Yeah, it's my um, part time job. Right, right. So, which is probably going to, today's topic, um, we're going to get into all that. But is what is your game, um, GAME, or do you even have one? Tight and jeans. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it, that's well, it. That's, that's all it. you need. All right, end the show. Thanks. Well, Jeremy, we're on our own, I guess. <laughs> you give this guy a protein shake, and that's all you get. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and I don't even know if gay guys even talk about game. It's like something that I've heard in, like, you know, heterosexual communities, it seems. But, like, I've never really heard guys that much talk about game and it got me thinking like you know when you're out and about in bars like the eagle or whatever i mean do you have a game and or and sometimes do you find yourself on the more predator side of it sometimes are you more you know the one being stopped and i think maybe it's fluid or it's changed throughout the years or sometimes it's you know everything and for both of you i think it's going to be interesting because you work in fashion and Mm -hmm. currently in a in a retail store and and also sometimes at the eagle Mm -hmm. um and so you of course behind the bar and me of course you know at the bar all the time too (laughs) your vip roped off area in the corner over there i created that little (laughs) velvet rope exactly (laughs) yeah john and i want to really block that off if we can but we're working on that um but i don't know i mean i think if i thought about it like what is my game um you know, because I'm not necessarily an apps guy, meaning like I don't get on. Yeah. Jeremy, you know, I've talked about it before. It's yeah, like you, you don't have you to You kind of like the apps and yeah, all that. Yeah, a little I bit. I say I do horrible on the apps. Like I really do. So I, it's one of the reasons why I'm always at, you know, in my VIP area, you know, getting a margarita from yeah. you, know, a Patron margarita. Right. But The um, best in the city, by the way. The best in the city. <laughs> the best in the city. And so um, I think, and the other reason I like that area is because I can kind of peruse the it's a good viewing spot. Oh, no, for absolutely. Sure. So I guess in some ways currently is like not only am I talking to you getting the amazing uh, margarita, but Service. it gives me this kind of <laughs> eagle eye, if you will, yeah. to kind of peruse the crowd and look back and see, well, who's here? Without necessarily being seen. 
which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Yeah. You can really kind of tuck yourself away. A comfortable spot, for sure. And really kind of... The lighting of is, you know, perfect. in my favor there. Perfect lighting. And yeah, yeah. That's and designed you, for me, but... I'm sure. <laughs> Jim Broadway's finest come You fall in. into that, like, pool of light. It's just... <laughs> That with the, the fragrance aromas that, it's just, yeah. And then little photo shoots that we do in the corner. Which are, has been some of my Facebook profile best picks, so you thank will, you for that. Well, you yeah. come in with these outfits that just scream to be photographed. I mean, it is a leather bar, people, so I think that's what we're talking about. But I mean, I don't know, in addition, we can get into your own personal game, but more importantly, I mean, you are also in the perfect spot because you're, people come up to you mm-hmm. all night long and you're probably privy to a lot of people's game and see what goes on. I mean, I'm sure you've heard some like doozies and what people say. Yeah, it's, it's, sometimes it's more, I'm more shocked and disheartened than impressed right. with the way people conduct themselves publicly. And I don't know if it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of having to just really let yourself go because you've had mm-hmm. a really r- rough week and you want to get all your stress out and just let this other person emerge and just go crazy. Or which you're, is fair. Or, I mean, which, or you're drinking and you just, right. you know, you really become uh, a more uninhibited version of yourself. But I just, I see, I think sometimes I see people, I see things about this community that, don't impress me sometimes right, right. like guys who are cheating on their boyfriends or guys who are lying to their friends or guys who just get there and try to pick up another guy that say they just got there when they've been there for three hours you know right. talk about being privy so i see things that kind of like that I don't like all the time right or even guys that may be obviously i'm sure you get your major share of people coming on to you and they're probably coming on to you and then later you hear or see them like in a nook or cranny of another part of the bar oh that's i would imagine on top of, yeah so jeremy many people sees, jeremy and i get all, to like yeah see each back other back and forth we have which, we have good positioning which where you and i've talked about it yeah. where it's like i mean if you can strike up a conversation with gregory and he's interested yeah why blow it and then run to another part of the bar and, and to and be honest start. they really do not care <laughs> why, why why is that why is that okay is it is it just because guys are pigs and it, it partly and and <laughs> i mean really i think no it has something to do with rule? it but there is no rule i think when sometimes when they do enter the bar they're not they're it's like no holes barred for them and they're not thinking like who's gonna watch me who's gonna see me doing this yeah, and so sometimes if- i think they're using it as their free zone. Okay. My, in my idea, I don't go out in a social environment to be in a free zone. I have fun and I'm myself, but I definitely have like certain guards up that I'm not like, sure. I have boundaries of things that I will do and will not do. But I think some people just leave all that at the door when they enter this bar specifically and maybe other bars in New York as well. And, they, and in that particular case that we're talking about, I'm sure a lot of guys think, well, he's stuck behind the bar, he's not going to see me, or, and is he really, Gregory, going to call me? So maybe a lot of it is like they're not even sure how far it's going to go, and then they know you're not going to see them. They don't know you, that you're a private eye, practically, but <laughs> you, you have eyes we don't even have all, to try all over the bar. Yeah. The bar. But in yeah. general, I'm sure they're thinking like, well, I could go to the other front. He'll never see me. And yeah. I can get his phone number and blah, blah, blah. And so they think, get it all in. in. I if, I, if I were to meet somebody, I would probably not want to meet them there. Or, right. or in an environment that's conducive to guys just, I don't want to say hooking up, but yeah, like cruising, heavy cruising and just... Uh, well, that being said, though, old-fashioned, um, and I. I don't but know. I think <laughs> one thing that I would I would say is, if you do meet them in that environment, how do they conduct themselves is even more interesting because I have casually dated guys before that I've brought to the bar, and some go buck wild and think that I'm not going to find out. That's a good test. And then others are just completely well behaved, act like there's not even any other man inside the bar. That, of course, I, I value and like so much more yeah. over the other, but you deal with both. And it is, I don't want to put them through a test, but I feel like naturally, because that's my work environment and they want to visit me, right. I'm like, oh, well, just hang out, go take a walk around the bar, go up to the roof, check it out, and then come back. And I'm, right. I, I don't want them to feel like I'm babysitting, but they honestly, 
walk into it like almost like a trap because they don't even realize like I know all the security I know where all the cameras are and all of that and I don't even need to babysit them to know like Sharif has told me before oh that guy that that was in here with you he's like over there in the bathroom where I just kicked him out of the stall or whatever so that kind of stuff it's like I think definitely from guys coming into the bar when the two of you are working there, they should definitely be a little cautious <laughs> because you guys do have eyes over there. And yeah. People are looking out for you. Um, but, I mean, on the other hand, um, two of my dear friends, um, George and Scott, mm-hmm. you know, the, I'm sure they wouldn't mind this, but um, uh, they, um, you know, they're married. They got, they're now married uh, three or four years, mm-hmm. and they met in a bar similar to the Eagle. Um, in fact, yeah, it's similar to the Eagle. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And um, years ago, and one of them actually lived in Los Angeles at the time. And then so they did that sort of, you know, long distance thing. Yeah. They are happily married now several years. And um, and they met in a place, you know, similar to this the bar we're talking about, where it's a little more cruising, if you will, mm-hmm. where game t- would happen, <laughs> yeah, and married and happily married, like all you know, yeah, they're great so and have I good energy and good chemistry, you know. So, I think you know, old fashioned, non old fashioned, I think that there are examples of people that could meet in those establishments, um, but maybe not for everybody. I don't know. I mean, for me, I mean, I, I don't work there, and I think my game has sort of changed throughout the years when mm-hmm. I was younger and a, a go go boy in the 90s in San Francisco, yes, the 90s. Um, <laughs> I was always on a podium dancing and and I was shyer and I just think that you know I people I let people come up to me and so it was always and I got used to that I got used to like you know but that being said when you only allow people to come up to you you're you don't get to pick exactly who and it's like missed opportunities as well because I mean there's so many people that think that they can't come up to you or like assume which makes an ass out of them that you're not approachable so then it's like oh so they're they just think that you're not approachable in general they're just judging a book by its cover without even giving you the opportunity to approach you right and and, or just being too nervous and missed opportunities because then you don't get who maybe you'd want to meet yeah totally and so you're just always waiting from behind Mm -hmm. and in some ways, as a bartender, I'm sure that's, you know, it's a d- totally different thing because it's a service thing, but people are always coming to you, and you get probably so many people coming, commenting on social media to you, so you've probably gotten a little bit of use to that too, correct? Yeah, and, and like you, having dabbled in the go-go dancing world for a couple years in New York, <laughs> like we've ten heard, maybe. <laughs> we've heard, yes. Man, it seems so long ago now. But I get what you're saying when you say that you really didn't have to put the effort into doing anything other than just standing there and looking good. Mm-hmm. And you could pick and choose. Like when I was freely dating people, I mean, that was an easy way to meet people. Mm-hmm. And I think even carrying carry that same thing through to bartending, you're kind of like in the public eye on a right. bit of a pedestal. And you can really kind of pick and choose who you might want to socialize with or pursue a conversation with. And on the other hand, I'm really, I'm really on the shy side, like socially. He is, bit, right? A, we can vouch for a that, bit, right, A bit Jeremy? awkward. Yeah. And I think that there's just <laughs> Not a awkward. lot of deep-rooted uh, maybe uh, lack of total confidence that I might have like in my approach or my game. Mm, and right. I think that I... I don't know where it started, but I always had like a fear of rejection. I think I missed a lot of opportunities because I was afraid that I wasn't going to be somebody's type or I didn't want to hear no or I didn't want the, the, the sting or the burn of mm-hmm. hearing what they might not have liked about me. Or So I and, got used to that. And then like... Um, like, like us, we were dancers before. We maybe we were a little lazy for a minute because we got so used to people comfortable, comfortable <laughs> lazy, whatever. We're we're used to people coming to us, and so why are we going to then, you know, go, you know, you don't even need to yeah. go out there if you don't have to. The only problem with that is, I mean, what I feel at least is that you don't get everyone, and you can try, but you don't get everybody that you maybe would mm-hmm. want. And so what changed for me was like getting, you know, I think just becoming a little bit, going to the Eagle, yeah. aging, whatever. 
I've just gotten a little more comfortable in my own skin going out by myself, which I would have never right. in the past done. Yeah. And fortunately, with places like the Eagle, it's really easy to go. And by it's yourself. made you feel so comfortable to be out and about by yourself, being social, Absolutely. and you don't need any tagalongs or anything to still have a good night or yeah. so just now enjoy. I feel like when I go out, I. You know, if I do see somebody in a bar or somebody that's you interesting, you say hi. I'll, you know, I even now I'll even, you know, go up to them. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I can't believe I've seen it. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's really good with it, too. Even I, and like. It doesn't always work. It doesn't yeah. mean that. No, it doesn't. I'm going up of course. To is, you know, but you're very selective, and I've noticed I've seen you watch people. Yeah. Yes, sometimes for my opinion. Yes. If exactly. I might know somebody, you're, you're careful. Mm-hmm. Well, because and, there is that element of rejection mm-hmm. um, being turned down embarrassing yourself maybe you you know you don't know that they might have a boyfriend that's standing two feet away or a boyfriend that's just not there and they're just out with their buddies yeah. and you're you know so there is that definite element of rejection and all that and so you have to know that that's all part of it and, and whatever so I think but, also making it easier in your head to be okay with the rejection aspect of it is like easy like oh they're a douche or oh they're just have a nasty attitude or whatever and then just keep it moving or you might just meet somebody that's cool and you know maybe they're a future friend or they were just cool for that moment to talk to and Mm -hmm. so be it but um it's been fun exploring it particularly at the bar that you two are at yeah a lot because it's more of a conducive environment Mm -hmm. and like i said unlike other bars in the city where I think you would feel really awkward. Lighting's brighter. People are typically in cliques of friends. And uh, yeah, I noticed that when we went to the indus- when we went to industry one night, it's like you you would feel awkward leaving your clique or group of three friends that you walked in with, and then entering another group of three friends just to talk to one of them because they all section off. Because the environment is so much more comfortable (laughs) where you would easily be able to approach people at the Eagle versus when we go to industry, it's it's not to name drop because I still like the bar and the environment, but it is a little bit intimidating when you see someone that you like and they're looking in your direction, but then they're guarded as well because they have all their friends around and everyone's just like sectioned off into their own little areas of like... Well, and and to your point, I mean, a lot of the bars these days, um, you know, younger people are going. We talked a little bit earlier about the apps and Mm -hmm. how a lot of people do well on the apps. And so I think a lot of people that go out to these bars, like you mentioned, aren't... They're going to hang out with their friends and they're not really looking for or to hear music they're not really looking to pick up because they know they can do that on their phone yes and so there maybe people are separating all of that now and the eagle i can say this because i've talked to the owner before and and he's called it and people call it a cruise bar and for those that don't know um, a cruise bar in like the leather bdsm community is harkens back to the 70s and even maybe before where people really did go and cruise there's a movie cruising and, and they're looking for and they're looking cruising could mean anything and just it could mean you know Sex. sexually for that <laughs> night it could yeah i mean you could be cruising and not find anybody that night it mm-hmm. could mean a lot of things it could mean perhaps in that bar you know it could mean a lot of things but... it's like it's like hunting that's how i kind of see it it's yeah. a very animalistic it is right you know right innate yeah. thing and I'm, I'm, wouldn't you say we're all I mean but I feel like as men we are kind of like that as well people. we also what know was, what we like what was so, the fun quote that you were saying uh, from Sex in the City that <laughs> Carrie said oh, people I, are either I don't know looking it. for a job it's, oh, it's in New York you're always either looking for an apartment looking for a job or looking for a boyfriend one of those three you will always be doing yeah. at and some sure point and when she said boyfriend she meant like you know a significant a other whatever a yeah a fling, night, whatever, a fling. Whatever, yeah. hopefully that turned into a boyfriend yeah. boyfriend can be categorized into many different right. tiers yeah. but yeah. yeah so i mean it, obviously that's you know we and like you said before i mean when we go out we're a lot of people are looking to blow off steam they've had a hard mm-hmm. week that's why they drink so i'm sure you give a lot of leeway to people that come in there because you know it is their sort of time 
to let loose. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she, I was going to say she. He, <laughs> he over here. Um, yeah. Is, yeah. Beware if you go to his bar. No. But he makes an amazing margarita. Totally, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I mean for you, it's, so when you have um, been out and about and looking for people, did you find that you stood back? Or, yeah. or did you like did you use the stare tactic? I, no, I, I did. I I, I'm trying to think of what my what my whole game was. I would I would go out by myself, East Village, like the Cock, the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what else was going on? We'll Eastern, put those names online for Eastern in the, in the, in the, Eastern the, Block. Oh, Eastern Block. Okay, that's you know, around. I and uh, <laughs> and I would I would go out alone, and uh, of course, like I said, in my sexiest oh, so you went jeans. Out alone. I, yeah, I love going out alone. I'm very independent. But that's not a shy thing. No, that, no, 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 that I'm no. like totally scared of. No, I, I liked. I was empowered so by doing that. But I would, I would also kind of hide, observe, and too. I would really. I think I would wait until either someone noticed me and gave myself put the ball in my court, so I could be like, yes, maybe. Or the balls. Yeah. The ball. My <laughs> <laughs> And it was, it was re- like I said, it was always really hard for me to go up to somebody and just say, like, I see people doing it all the time, like just going up to a random stranger. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Have you been here before? You know, I just never felt like I had the capability to do that. So I would wait for someone to come to me. However, I do think it's a big deal that you, when you have gone out by yourself several times, and I think that's like huge, right? I mean, it is for sure. It's definitely should- a test of showing. Showing yourself what your not only self worth is, but what you can actually accomplish by being out by yourself, and you don't actually need not that not having going out with friends is amazing, but that you can still be comfortable That's not and to be taken lightly without yeah. relying on yeah. like yeah, a, buff, I mean, I a buffer. It, or something. it does come out to the, the fact that that moment, even you know, well, your moment to decide to go out, get ready, what you're going to wear, those jeans. And it's a whole rich, course, ritual. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my ritual too, of course. Well, we're all <laughs> fashion people, so of yeah. course. But then that moment when you get out of the cab and you're going to walk through those doors, you don't know what's behind the doors. Who you're going to be walking into? Who's going to be like staring immediately? Oh, you're making my adrenaline go to, right now. I mean, <laughs> but all of that is, you know, does raise your adrenaline and can be a little nerve wracking. And so I do give you a lot of credit for, you know, you might think you're shy and all, but you actually have the courage to do that, and that's kind of, mm-hmm. you know. I, I like I like how you see it like that because I never really w- would have broke it down like that, broken it down like that before. I no, I realize that it's exactly like that because I remember the night that I, I, I want to say Steve was out of town. I went with John out. John's and, one of our and John other, is another one yeah. of our uh, best friends. Yes. And we went to another bar, and he was like, "I think I'm gonna go." He just was not not really in the mood to stay out, and it was already late-ish. But I was still not. I had the next day off, so I wanted to stay out, but he didn't want to stay. So I got really nervous, and I was just like, "I don't, I don't know." I just. I kind of shut down a little bit and got really nervous. And then I was like, you know what? I can do it. And I just, I left that bar, went to a different bar that's more of a dancey bar. And I ended up meeting like four or five people, uh, one transgender girl, four of her gay friends, danced with them all night, had a blast, went to the diner with them after. Like all of that happened within a matter of 15 minutes of my friend leaving me See, but it, I was so nervous for him to leave me and I was like no please stay you can stay out for a little bit longer I'll get you your next drink and he was he just went home and so when he left I did get so nervous but then I just had to deal and I was just like what the fuck is wrong with you just like go and just chill hang out and, and this then I did it almost and, you know another topic in general but it, there, John and I have talked about it my sister and I have talked about it before it's like the what you open yourself up to when you mm-hmm. do go out by yourself. I know in some ways you're somewhat of a loner, Gregory, right? And some, you know, you don't hang out with a million people and groups of cliques. And there is something to be said when you get over that whole mm-hmm. facade of I need to always be around somebody. And you do a lot. You end up meeting some really cool people. The spontaneity the spontaneity that happens you never know who you're going to meet and that can be so exciting especially in a city like new york and do you think that it may it could really 
lend itself to you being more approachable as well. If you're mm-hmm. not, like you were saying before, mm-hmm. uh, someone might be intimidated to approach somebody within a group of people. Mm-hmm. And if you're alone, I think it would be, it would be much easier. It's much yeah? more welcoming. Yeah, because yeah. you're also not introducing yourself to three different strangers. No. You're yeah. saying hi to one. Right. If they're not that great or you don't have good chemistry off the bat, you can just walk away. Right. Right. But if it's three or four people, you're introducing yourself, which is already ballsy, to yeah. a small group of people and yeah. saying, hi, guys, this is me. Now, the reason I walked up is because I think this one's cute. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. no. But would, you wouldn't say it like that. I would, no, I would never. Well, you're not going to say it like that, but you, you're giving me yeah. quivers. Just a, I, could ne- I could never no, I know. have the courage to do that, to walk up to a group of people, oh, to meet one person. Yeah. No, no. no me either. That ter- terrifies me. That, that would terrify oh. me, too. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's cool that there are bars like this that exists and so and even today you think that you know you still sit back a little bit if i mean let's just say some hot guy came into the bar and comes to your bar well it's 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 weird well i'm not dating anyone i'm not looking to date anyone else right now right so but game is sex so you're not looking for sex either no (laughs) oh really no i mean i have a situation that i've been in right Right. So I'm kind of like keeping that in that in the forefront right now, mm-hmm. and you know there's always flirting, and I you know even even if I, if I was totally like available right now, right. Mm-hmm. I would I I assume that people aren't coming to the bar to meet the bartender. They're coming because they want to have a good time right. and hang Unless out. Well, with you right. that's kind of debatable, <laughs> but right. Right. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so I. Really, never crossed that line. Or naive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always felt awkward crossing that line and approaching someone over the bar because I think the, the chances of rejection are even much higher because you don't know why they came there. You don't know if they're meeting friends, if they're you know looking yeah. for a one night a hookup with somebody. But I'm sure, you, even more recently, I'm sure you've gotten guys. I would imagine coming there either because they follow you on social media mm-hmm. and you're understood where you're at but um are guys are you finding some guys game are they really forward and and putting like you know the the talk and like oh wow you look really good in those jeans or are you finding that at times i oh all the time but but that nightly the dynamics of that are different (laughs) than like you saying like through through the social media thing Mm -hmm. people people play that Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Completely differently with mm-hmm. me. And... A lot of times, someone will order one, two, three drinks, and then maybe get comfortable enough to mm-hmm. strike a conversation and up. bring that up, and then say like, "Like, wait a, wait a minute, what's your name?" And I'm Gregory. I, Jeremy and I just rolled our eyes. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 but it really has happened. We laugh a lot. because we joke because you know, I'll, you and I will post like a picture and. You know, we'll be like, I'm like, well, I'll be like, I've got 40 likes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was a good, it was a good posting day. Yeah, and let's see what I can get the next. Were time. you in your underwear though? 
Steve. Sometimes I am. <laughs> I mean, in speedos still and stuff. Good for me. Yeah. You'll post whatever, your cat, and it's like 3,500. <laughs> in five put, minutes. I know. And, it's so, and that's amazing. We but one it. thing that we have talked about is he said one thing that I found interesting to piggyback what he's talking about with his social media is that guys will say things that I you wouldn't even think they would actually say out loud and they're like disrespectful things like they're disrespectful like yes. as in I don't know just that I've I've enjoyed looking at your pictures so so much that it's gotten me off or just uh, oh, just you mean for, for awkward, example yes awkward oh, situations they, that the that's how that they approach you like a month ago that I said uh, wait well, wait a minute he was with his friends he's like wait a minute Gregory right and I said he's like Oh man, I fucking whack off to your pictures all the time. Wow. And I think I it was a really I mean, aw- it was like an awkward moment for me. Actually, but yeah, complimentarily, complimentary. But so awkward. awkward, yeah. You know, so I think I just actually, I would just bow down and you know. No, I mean, do you need to say that? Do you, no, do you, you don't need to say anything. I mean, but I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah he was owning me, it. Great. Yeah, that I mean, to me wouldn't be. I mean, it's it's not the worst. Awkward it's definitely not the worst. No, it's awkward to, to hear other it things that, like, live. You know, people. I've literally seen people at you know certain bars come up to me, and I've seen them beeline it over to me after looking at me, and then start complimenting me, and then all of a sudden, where are you from? The whole where are you from? We're doing a whole other show on this, so I don't want to get <laughs> too involved in it. Yeah. But the where are you from thing, and it's like, well, you know, I live in New York, and. You know what I mean? But where? I'm like, well, technically California. I was born in California. No, no, but where are you from? And I'm like, wow, I live in New York for 10 years. I was born in California. Yeah. And I know what they're asking. They're yeah. like, what's yeah. your we, ethnicity? We know exactly what they're asking. Cause and I, so then I'll we say, you know, finally, I'll, and because I know, because it's a broken record, I'll be like, oh, I'm Mexican-American is... You know, you're Mexican, like, you're like the best looking Mexican I've ever seen. And I'm like, wow, that's so not a compliment. And, you know, I don't find it a compliment. And really, what are you trying to say? Yeah. And you're talking to a and person that's a great approach. I mean, hypersensitive because I race relations was my, you know, major in, in, in college. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, you picked the wrong person. Yeah. Um, be- I remember a situation like this. You really got I have, Pissed yeah. off. Sometimes I'm just like, whatever, and I just let it go and, you know, mm-hmm. file it away. And other times, if you catch me in the right mood, it's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to let that go. But, I mean, even in the apps, I mean, you've told me before that, Jeremy, that um, people meet each other on the apps like that or try and meet each other that they don't even know. Yes, yeah. So games sometimes can even, like, take, I'm sure you really get that, Gregory, but You've met people mm-hmm. before that you don't know mm-hmm. on social media that you've, you know, commented to and that you've just met out and about. But yeah. I mean, I find that, like, how did that transpire? And was it somebody, was it you or somebody that, like, who takes that initiative? Because I find that aggressive and interesting because you don't know these people at all. I swear it's like a, it's definitely, like, complimentative of, from both angles. So anyone that I have met up with that is from social media was just, they have a huge following, I follow them, they noticed me, started following me back, and then there was just some sort of reach out, either mutual attraction to each other, and then, like, if they're in New York, they know that this is where I live, because it's on my social media, so then they just ask, oh, let's meet at this bar or whatever, and it just so happened that one night I met up with somebody because I was eating dinner, close by that night with friends and they wrote me on Instagram messenger and just asked me to meet them at a bar and I was like I'll go that's and like then, major then to me that's like major social media game because yeah. these yeah. aren't even people that you're finding or wanting to find chemistry with within the same room this is all in you know the only thing that I don't like about it is it is so topical so it is like when you do meet that person it it's so based off of just pictures. So you don't really know people by just pictures. And there's a lot of confidence behind pictures, but you don't know what else is behind it. And there's so much... I just... I hate when it's just off of a visual and not off of 
anything else. So right. from social media, when you meet the people, they're not actually meeting up with you because well, and of you know, I've personality said this or anything. It's because of what they see. And, and I've said this before to you several times. The reason I, A, I don't do well, I don't know why, whatever picture I put out there in, in, the, in, the, in the meetup, sex, gay, apps, I, but for me personally, there is something to do with chemistry when you're in the same room with somebody mm-hmm. that you're, you're I, I don't know if it was like Physical. my years in acting or whatever, there is a physicality that everyone holds themselves a certain way. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, you know, you would agree with me, there's a pheromonum and a, probably a, an underlying scent that we're all admitting that you don't get in social media. There is... This one's is Tom Ford. Yeah, his is, yeah, or Chanel, or whatever the latest, greatest is. My thing is, in. I gotta see somebody walk. That's oh. my thing. Well, because you have a strut. I'm talking about my walk. So. <laughs> you gotta so that's, a, so that's a thing for you. Like Gotta when, see the wow. walk and the shoes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. And for me, it's voice, too, because... And the hi- I think hygiene. Hygiene, yes. Like, there's a... Th- yeah. yeah, that's that's for sure. Oh, I was get, telling him the other day, nice like, too. your nails, too, they have to be clean. Nails. I always notice hands and... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I forgot to cut my nails. I know, I know, right? Well, thank God Damn. this is not filmed today. No. Yeah, yeah. But see, these are all... The, most of those things, I mean, you you don't get in you know, social media or yeah. when you're trying to meet guys on a lot of these apps that are out there, mm-hmm. you don't get all that. And to me, and I always, you know, I use my dog as an example and having my dog for so long and I see, I used to see, and he's with my mom now, um, his nose is going like 80 miles an hour. And I have the, the best example ever was, um, I had a neighbor down the hall and he had a little Hug and they hated each other, the two dogs. <laughs> and my dog, Mr. Chow, transpired that hate to the owner as well. So I've seen, you know, my neighbor with his dog on 7th Avenue, you know, you know, where I was like on 25th Street, midway down the street, and we still had to walk a while. He can't see that far, but I say, oh, oh, there's, you know, there's my neighbor and his dog. Yeah. And so. We kind of walked slower, and then when we got to 7th Avenue, on busy 7th Avenue, Mr. Chow's nose was like, you know, he's looking around and he's starting to like growl because he knows the same thing happened in the elevator before where I saw my neighbor go in the elevator, the elevator went down and up, we got in, and and Mr. Chow's like turning around and, and growling because apparently we leave such a scent behind and dog's sense of, you know, is so acute. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it boggles my mind. It's amazing. So to me, chemistry and and the live feeling that you get, um, and then getting older, it's like I, my game is like all about those real moments. Yeah. That, and I not to say anything against social media. No, I, I know. And today, it's definitely moving towards technology and meeting people through other outlets that aren't standing physically in front of them or even in the same room with them. What about you, though? I mean, like, you know, you do get your fair share of guys coming into either, you know, where you work day, where you work night. You get a lot of people coming on to you. You do well both on social media and out there. I do, but I would say if I go out just by myself with friends, I definitely am shy, too. And I'm definitely an observer, so I like to stand back and just see the way someone acts, see their actions, and I don't know, I feel like I definitely wait for people to approach me You're as a little well. intimidating. In a, in a quiet way, you have an, an intimidation factor to you. I think, it's, I think it's your silence. There's also a confidence that you exude yes. that can, I think can put people off a little bit and make them feel like they can't approach you. And I don't think you do this intentionally. And, and it's more on them anyway, right. right? Not anything I think Jeremy's doing. I think. I mean, I don't think. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think no. it's kind of attractive. Yeah, and like it, it weeds out a lot. <laughs> I think if anything, it's it's an intriguing quality. You know. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, but I, you, yeah, I definitely don't feel that. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not the most aggressive when it comes to getting someone that it is that has caught my eye, but I definitely keep my eye on them, and I have noticed that my 
stare or I guess gaze when I am interested in someone, I like lock my eyes on them so they notice that I'm looking at them. So it's not something that you cannot stare. not see. There we go. Okay. So and so like even at the at the bar that we work at, when I do see someone in that <clears throat> in that lighting, you can see when someone's staring at you and then they can also see when you're staring back at them. So I would say that even outside of the bar, when I go out and my social life, when I do see someone that I am interested in or attracted to, I just stare at them. And I guess that that's one of the one of the techniques of my game. So I don't I don't ever really think of myself as intimidating and I'm nice and I talk a lot a lot. Stare, but stare can be really I definitely powerful. stare. No, I mean I that just brought up a today I was like shopping for you all over there craft services for, <laughs> and I was um, walking in my cafeteria Whole Foods downstairs and mm -hmm. you know I'm walking by and there's a line there's always lines of people and I can see from afar there's a guy he's fourth in line oh, you know God. facing the other way and I could just tell his silhouette that, yeah and by from what I could see um, his style is pretty cool and I'm like, uh-oh, oh, prepare yourself because this is like somebody that could be cute. Right. And of course I got closer <laughs> and I, lo I looked up and he was looking directly at me too. And so he must have, I'm assuming he saw me too in the distance. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Maybe and he so, might have mustered over you <laughs> through the crowd. Exactly. And so I got my strut walk on. And so we definitely had a moment of connection. I was like, ooh, who is that? But I definitely held eyes on him mm -hmm. for a, a hot second. What would it have taken in that instance for you to... Oh, yeah, go right up to him and hold food. You, 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 <laughs> you, had, he, had he come up to you, you would have engaged and, and, and opened sure, yourself up to but it. but this is a grocery store at 2 yeah. in the afternoon. And, Sounds you know, perfect. <laughs> he would have, Downstairs. That's one of those awkward moments where, you know, we all, especially in New York, we run into those. We run into so many people, and you see people crossing... It, he was checking out. I was barely getting there. It's mm -hmm. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We've got Costco did you, lighting Did you on. see if he was waiting for you on the street? That just would have been too much. I mean, I've, I've been in this moment <laughs> You look both ways just in case. I've definitely been in this moment before yeah. where it's like you just let it, you have to let it go. Mm -hmm. you, you look back a couple times, and as John, who we've mentioned before, is like, okay, swivel head, like, you know, yeah. enough already. You're going to get whiplash. Mm -hmm. And then you have to let it go. But then there's other times where, you know, you can look back and... Totally. And, and it's actually interesting that I, I mean, I'm sure moving to New York, moments, yes, but moving right. to New York, you re you recognize what the look back actually is. And it's a thing like it's interesting that in New York, it just happens when you're walking around and you right. do look back. It is intriguing when the other person looks back at the same time. I I'm not good very at that. Sexual, sexually. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not good at that one. The no? look back thing. No, I, I think I've. I've gotten more confident. I guess that's that. part of my panicked. my stare technique. I used to be panicked with that whole thing where I'd be, like, oh my god. No, no I think I might. Like... I've stopped before and like pretended I was on my phone. Oh right. And then, like, <laughs> I feel like we've all done that job. at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bad just acting. Job. Oh shit! Did I forget something back there? You know? <laughs> oh no, no, we're good. Okay. <laughs> right. And right. of course, realize that no one was actually looking at you anyway, and just go yeah, home and cry. They're already like, yeah. <laughs> no, but it is. But it does. It is kind of an adrenaline rush, right? Kind of when you feel that, and does for me at least it is. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, whether whether you act on it, whether you look back, whether you noticed that oh, to always. me, it, it's primal. I mm -hmm. find it instinctual. Um, you know, I think we're yeah. There are. It is interesting when I mean when people do check you out. I was in a totally unrelated yoga spiritual class on Sunday. And it's very like, look to your left and introduce that person and all this kind of thing. And I don't do well in those kind of... Me neither. I know. But I do love what we were there for. But, I, you know, of course you had to do it. And there was a woman that was next to me and she, of course, looked over and she was like, hi, don't you love this? Isn't this amazing? And on it, I'm like, it is. It's great. And, and then she had a moment where she then took me in. And by, what I mean by that Sized is Sized like, you up. Looks, you know, oh, well, wow. And I happen, as many people know, I wear a lot of accessories. And that day, I was To yoga, like, yoga class. Yes. Anywhere. I was wearing a ton. I had every bead, every, I expect know, nothing less from you. And she was like, oh, and look at you. Wow. And she sized me up. And it was so obvious. And 
I think she was just like, well, look at you. You look amazing. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, thank you. But it was, <laughs> it was weird when you see somebody really just take you in like that. Yeah. It's, it's a little daunting. At, at Did times. you tell her these are going to be available on Pulse Accessories? I, didn't go that far. <laughs> I was just I was to <laughs> and be, you know, a little spiritual not sell it on the spot was, yeah i was hoping that was the last i had to talk to her but <laughs> not very yoga but yeah but it was interesting so but i do find those moments when you meet people on the street kind of interesting but i think staring in general i mean Staring's like we were saying it's yeah. just it's a really is like it happens with us and, and just... then in another way um my other friend and i were talking about we had seen this movie um Keep the Lights On by Iris Sachs. You guys should watch it. I'll, we will put this on our on our um, list of things to keep up with. But Iris Sachs is an amazing writer, director, gay, openly gay, and he did a movie um, three or four years ago called Keep the Lights On, and it's in, shot in the '90s here in New York City, and it's about two guys that meet back in the '90s, Jeremy. We used to, um, one of the ways we would <laughs> meet people, baby. one of the ways we'd meet people is we'd go on these like 1-800 chat lines oh, shit. and the movie starts with like a black screen and all you hear is like, Hey, what's up? Where are you? Oh yeah. Um, eight by six. Really? Oh, bottom. And you would hear this whole thing and you would be connected into, you know, a line, a chat line, mm -hmm. if you will. And... Wow. You would, you know, sometimes it was just like you were never going to meet these people because it could be you're talking to someone from Arkansas. Mm -hmm. But then there was these local lines that you could meet people. And in the movie, it's not giving away too much. Mm -hmm. These two meet, choose to meet up. And the movie goes on from there. It's fascinating. That is interesting. But my friend and I at the time when we were seeing it, we were like, oh, my God, remember those days? People would never know what that was like. I mean... Because it was a whole thing. You yeah. called into these lines. Sometimes they were like seventy-five cents a minute. Do you remember you got the AIM? Phone bill. Do you remember AIM chats and like AOL that whole thing when you had a username and you would like type in and oh, chat AOL with people? Instant Messenger, yes, right? Yeah, Instant Messenger. But then it, it went. To, it, I guess it was AIM at first, and then AOL yeah. bought it. Well, and for that's those, how I met my like, first boyfriend. Okay. Was on there. So it was all based then on. Like what they wrote, right? Or yeah. Could so you, you send pictures. So you type. Yeah, you so you type to them, and pictures. you you could send pictures through it. But it, thankful that it was to my advantage that during that time that I was instant messaging, also MySpace was a thing. Mm. So when you went MySpace. to someone's MySpace page, you saw what they look kind like. of an idea of what they were like in general. You, or at least you could you compare put a, it. No, like, but you put, a, really you put a bad? background on there. You put a song on there. You see all of their top friends and right. listings. You see comments from people. And then they had profile pictures and then descriptions of like whatever you want to put down there. Okay, so then you can, on this, we had none of that. And so, and yes, we are in New York City. So that sounds super, super scary. But the well, idea of not seeing... It's creepy, well, right? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, in some ways, um, for those that have experienced it, it was a little bit of the glory hole yeah. um, experience where, you know, for people that know what glory holes, I mean, it says it is what it is. I yeah. mean, guys put their dicks in a hole mm -hmm. and... Somebody on the other end was just, and it's leaving suck. it up to the imagination yeah, for you sure. Have no idea or a dark room, <clears throat> that which, not an intimacy factor. Yeah, yeah. And which kind of makes it hot, but then also a little scary. Well, we have friends yeah. that you and I have talked, Jeremy, before yeah. that think that's like you don't know if they're clean or if they're, and not clean. Our friend is not talking about clean, like no, hygienic. He's, no. he's well, no, he is talking hygienic. Um, I would be more careful. I would be more STDs and yeah. um, but the phone thing back to the phone thing it maybe one of the reasons why I found it so intriguing was because it was about voice and all you based yourself and and how you told a story about even if it was fantasy yeah with your voice and what you wanted to do and what you look like even if you you know amplified what it really was totally I mean, maybe that's why for me, is meeting people in person. I have to hear the voice. I have to. It's key, and you have to be. You it's know. interesting to tie a voice to a person too, and see like. Yeah. You hear what they sound like, and then to see them in person may not be what you expected, right. or it may be even better than what you expected. I find that that part of it is very interesting, but there is definitely a factor that's 
sexy but also scary at the same time because it is so anonymous that yeah. there's just no it, it could be anyone and, and when you also say guys that um i mean <laughs> girls say it all the time but when you say that humor is a, a game like you know do you guys like it for me personally oh, yeah. like I find it very sexy or interesting when someone's quick-witted and they've got a good sense of timing and, and humor. Yes, and yeah. And I've certainly tried to use my quick-witted humor in my game, if you will, <laughs> um, to attract those because I feel like a lot of guys are clueless and don't have that. And to me, you know, looks and everything are fleeting. But mm -hmm. if somebody that I'm interested in, I would... A I sense of humor is key, for humor. sure. And that is Absolutely. sort of, wouldn't you say that's game in some yeah, ways? Mm -hmm. For me, it shows someone that, especially someone that can make fun of themselves, sort of, too. Mm -hmm. shows Self-deprecating. I think that really shows a, a, a spirit and a, and a confidence, mm -hmm. which is a big turn-on. Right. Um, and just the, the, the ability to not take yourself so seriously. Mm -hmm. um, in a world that does. <laughs> in a world that does. And yeah, it can really it can it can just bring a whole lighthearted element to the conversation and take a lot of the stress away from if you break it down what you're really doing. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I think that could be a total good like approach. And let's face it, I mean, after you know sex, I mean, when you're with somebody, you want to be able to know that you could like laugh with them or yeah, turn sure. on. Netflix and watch a fun movie and, and just be and or make fun of somebody in a or, I mean you know what I mean it's like after all of the it's still an are, intimate setting and situation still, but you're just not engaging sexually but you're still bonding with the person or spending time with them yeah. which is still intimate and I find when, when I'm with you and we see a lot of the guys that come into the booth where you work at the eagle mm -hmm. um i'll you know say whatever crazy ass things and half the time the guys are like taken aback and they're like what are you saying what and i you know but then occasionally we'll get some guys that get it and you know when they get it we let, we let them stick around and then we're a little yes. bit more interested when they don't get it we're like okay and we uh, let them this is 20 around. and then uh yeah you can go i'm laughing at the Back to what you said about like feeling so comfortable with somebody, like after you have sex or sticking around. Yeah. Or of course, my head goes to like the most awkward, embarrassing, inappropriate scenarios that could possibly happen in bed, in, after bed, in, in bed, bed, during absolutely. And so, I'm yeah. cracking up in all my, the in between in my mind right now. I mean, I had. We go. I mean, I, this isn't game anymore. I don't know why. That's I, another show. It's another show. <laughs> I had a, a, a guy I was seeing for a while. It was a long distance thing, so didn't last but we're still friends mm -hmm. and after every single time he came he burst out into laughter like hysterically laughing and it kind of and it kind of oh you guys like cheersing over there because you get it but it, he had to almost have a disclaimer note the first couple times um at, which i was like i thought it was cute and fun um a little but odd, but yeah, it's, little, it is fun, for it, sure. It fun. It's lighthearted. And, and there is this, that element where you kind of laugh, because I guess you're just releasing so mm -hmm. much. Your, your chemistry is just releasing so much that laughter is like one of the, the byproducts. Or um, something else is releasing so much. <laughs> and you, you felt the need to share it with me, and I thought it was adorable and stuff like that. You can't get your mind out of like the... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and then somebody's like, ha, ah, like right after, it's like... Is there not a transgression into that? It would depend that? on the laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like could, that with guys... Hot. But that's so true. That with guys as well. If if the laugh is... I don't know. The, the laugh is definitely... You can be attracted or you could be like, oh my gosh, you're, you're kind of a clown or like yes. a little bit of embarrassed when someone laughs that you're attracted to when you're first meeting them and yeah. you're taken aback by however they laugh. I know I'm. Or they're just up. making crazy ass sounds. Yeah, that in too. In the bar, I like that the are pickings. like high pitched sounds that you hear at a bar sometimes, Jeremy. I'll have to. Add, like, I'm going to add this to, to my list of picky yeah. things. Sorry, yeah. people out there, we're <laughs> referencing a night at the Eagle. But yes, what? I, mean, I was just saying, add that to the list of like. I thought I was bad, like, you know, all these little things that have to be, like, checked off. Mm -hmm. Like, no, but it's funny, but you, you make a, a good point. I would have thought about the laugh is very telling. It really kind of 
is it's an inner key, expression yeah. of somebody. I mean, he, the same guy I'm talking about that was the guy I was seeing, he did tell me that he was dating somebody for a while that really was, like, offended, like, every single time. Even after he shared with them, well, no, no, it's just, like, a reaction I have, and he would get Wait, really do, upset. Wait, do the laugh. I want to hear it. That he did? Yeah. I can't even I, <laughs> No, because I don't even know that I remember. I mean, I, I mean because well, there is a part of me even that once could laugh after yeah the, was no it like I get a, it it's still it's still a version was the, it, it a was, roaring it was laughter a cute, it, it like was, you told a joke or something yeah, kinda, but it's still like a version of release yeah I'm assuming. it was a ver- definitely it was a definitely like an authentic oh yeah real, like, yeah absolutely and he said that you know one of somebody that he was with was like always like offended almost broke their whole Thing Why I do I like, think well, it's kind of hot? See, then that's I do. I think it's kind of like, hot. Up, right? I would not I mean, be bothered. No, no I like I mean, this. Back to me, back to one of my games is I, you know, I don't think I'm that funny at all, but I do try and bring humor into when I'm interested in somebody because mm-hmm. I find that it lightens up the situation for sure. You know, it all the pretenses, you know, you can be into all that. I think it also eases people into conversation too, just natural conversation because some people don't conversate as easily or bring up topics. Like when you're meeting someone, you don't want to talk about the weather. You don't want to talk about the, the basics of like what do you do, where are you from, those which things. Because so those which are people do though. That's the first that thing long. you hear. Those are the first two. Yeah. And then it's like, and then where are you from? What do you do? Like, okay. Really? Everything. Yeah, I do everything. I do every, and we're about to do every one in here because you're so fucking boring. Yeah, okay, totally. Yeah. And you're but making it, me one. It too. makes it more fun and it definitely lightens up the whole situation of approaching someone yeah. and being into them and Absolutely. just getting to know them. And yeah. So, yeah, I mean, can you guys believe it? It's been almost an hour that we've been talking about what's your game. It's pretty good, right? But, totally. Um, I don't know. Any last remaining thoughts on game or... Well, I'm going to leave here really having like... Felt like I explored my inner game and I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, yeah. I don't think... Again, Let's put that game to the test. Yes. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go home to my social life of my two cats <laughs> and really work my game tonight. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, I do think it is back to what I was saying originally. I mean, I, I, I've heard it more in like the straight heterosexual community but i think we all what it really comes down to is you know when you're out and about or anywhere you know and you see somebody that you like or you know or maybe you know people are coming up to you and you're not even in that mindset Mm -hmm. people are attracted to each other on a more primal level Mm -hmm. we are in new york city and when people are attracted to each other they either choose to act on it as the more predator thing, as I said. Express it in whatever way chosen. Or, um, you know, they catch someone's eye and they sort of retreat as the more passive side of it. Or, or maybe it's fluid at times. And I just think it's kind of interesting to kind of look and figure out, like, what are you doing when you are either on the apps, mm-hmm. in social media, out and about, at Whole Foods? I mean, it's kind of cool to be aware of it because we are... Ultimately, aren't we all sexual beings? I mean, next time you see me, both of you at the bar, I'm gonna you're gonna see me like going up to like a stranger, like, hey, come here, come here a lot, and you're gonna be like, whoa, God, what do we do to him? Well, no, I'm gonna be working on my walk when I see you. You're walking like, on I'm your walk around my apartment. And... I'm gonna be working on my approach. Okay, okay, good, good, yeah. And your vo- well, your voice is great, so, so you've got that down. I don't know anything last remaining. I mean, I think we dissected this. Whole I think topic. we did yeah. pretty don't well. Get in, well. Don't get in the way of Jeremy, Jeremy's gaze. Exactly. <laughs> stare. Yeah. Or you'll I be, stare you'll when be, I'm on be, it. Bewitched oh, yeah. forever. Not feeling it that night. Yeah. Is, oh, I've seen that one. Oh, I've seen that one. You don't want to get that one. You've seen many of that one. You guys, thank you. So Thank much. you, Steve. Thanks for this having us. Super fun. We were having cocktails. I hope you were as well listening to us or in your car. Drink and drive safely. Um, keep up with us. Um, it's Gay Sex Today. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez. I was joined by my sidekick, Jeremy Ross Lopez. J-Lo. See you guys later. And Gregory, thank you so much. Um, you, love you, Steve. Thank uh, you. We love you too. Um, people, obviously, I mean, I, I feel silly even saying this, but people can keep up with you for the few, yeah. for the three people out there that are 
Um, yes, because we're going to have big numbers here. For the three people out there that don't know, obviously at Gregory Nelbone um, is pretty much how we follow you, right? Yep. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Until next time, um, enjoy. Have a lot of fun. Gay sex. Always be safe. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on social media with at TalkAboutGaySex on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. That's at TalkAboutGaySex. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey Tags listeners, Craving for more tags? Hungry like I am? Well, now you can unlock exclusive tags content. I'm talking about our weekly tags after show and our twice monthly dark and dirty show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics in a more relaxed, behind-the-scenes, more intimate format. Our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now to unlock exclusive Tags content and know that you'll be supporting Tags podcast to continue delivering the quality of Tags podcast you've come to love. You can unlock this exclusive content by going to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex.